to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back and welcome aboard. It's the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. How are you, Adam? I am very well, thank you, Nick. How are you? I'm living the dream. I wouldn't say livid then. Living it. <laughs> Why? What's happening? Why are you so... I'm just high on life. Good. It's summer. Everybody's happy. Nick's happy. We're all There's good. loads of news. We've watched a movie this week. Have we? Yeah, we watched a movie last week. We did watch a movie last week. What did we watch last uh, week? Last week we watched Freaks, You're One of Us. Or was that two weeks ago? No, last remember. week was Mercy. Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we watched Mercy last week. The, uh... Because I've had to redo the whole notice page this week. Yeah, we've had, a, we've had, a, we've had an issue with our note-taking app that we yeah. use, which is shite. <laughs> Basically, I've got a new phone. Yeah. Right, and... Everything moved over absolutely fine, seamlessly. And then I've gone into the notes, our file sharing this week, and it's there's nothing in there. Yeah. Standard. I'm not surprised. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not surprised, surprised either. At all. It's terrible. So, we do need to find another one. <laughs> anyway, not anyway. even going to credit it. So, uh, last week we watched Mercy. We did. Um, which was interesting. Yeah. Did we like it? We didn't um, mind we it. We didn't not like it. We It went bottom of the stream, but only because the other three are quite good. That's how you describe it. Did it go bottom? No, I thought it went I don't third. think it did. He went third, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we did like it. <laughs> I, but it's a flawed movie. Yes, very much With so. a wacky, wacky, wacky twist. Yeah, mental uh, twist. And quite problematic in that everyone in every character in it was pretty deplorable. Uh, therefore, think, I had a problem rooting for anyone. <laughs> do you think that's going to become a theme of season nine? Maybe. Talk about more about that on Thursday. <laughs> what are we watching this week? This week we are watching the Buddy Games. Okay. Robin decided he didn't like us anymore. So uh, more on that on Thursday. Okay. But, I can't uh, wait. I don't want to give anything away. I think you already have. But I think it's fun. going to be a fun episode. I can't wait to talk about the Buddy no, Games. No, can I. I'm excited to talk about the Buddy Games. Yeah, good. Been up too much this week? Uh, I have been enjoying the sun. It's been lovely. Uh, I have... <laughs> Yeah, nothing, nothing no. too exciting this week. I've got a question I've, for I've you. not got into any adventures, really. Good. Okay. I've got a question to ask you. Right. Um, I've decided that I'm going to ask you a random question every so often. Oh, that has no relation to anything to do with this podcast, but it's just something that's crossed my mind this week. Is, is this like a, a question ab- about the world or no, general knowledge or about like... Just a general, going deep general on discussion life? point of something okay. that I might have picked up on this week. I don't even know if you're the right person to answer this. Well, I'm the only one here, so... <laughs> exactly. Is Danny Dyer playing a character? Or is that really Danny Dyer? Yeah. Uh, I will go with... Is he like Keith Lemon? That's my question. He <laughs> just lives this character. Lee Francis just lives that character now. I, I think maybe maybe Danny Dyer is a bit dialed down when he's... He's not going to be like that when he's ordering a Chinese, is he? No. Or <laughs> He guested on a podcast I enjoyed this week. Yeah. And I turned it off. Because he he's was just so, so <laughs> ridiculous as a person, and also don't don't like. I mean, I've I've not really followed Danny Dyer's career closely. No, nor me. But I, my my kind of perception is he's dialed up the Dianus. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Is he like? Years. Has he become like a parody of himself to <laughs> the point that he's now Danny Dyer is a character that Danny Dyer plays? Yeah, I'm going to say yes. Good. I, I hope so. Can, because if. Can we can we do an interview with him? That would be. I don't know if I can. <laughs> like I say, I was listening to him being interviewed, and I had to turn it off because it was annoying me so much. And yeah, I just thought every so often I'm just going to hit you with a random thing, thing out of my brain, and that was this week's. You, you do know though by having this conversation, it's going to mean that any of our uh, non-UK listeners are now going to have to go and Google Danny Dyer. That's and fine. they might have had no knowledge of the existence of this guy. Yeah, and now they might have, and that will all be your fault. <laughs> That's and true. I apologize. Hope you I apologize if you do not know who Danny Dyer is. Either Google him just to find out this what he is, because I don't know what he is. Um, and if you do know who he is, then see if you can weigh in on the uh, the question. He's like if Steve Rogers, little Steve Rogers, yeah, pre uh, Super Soldier Serum, yeah. Got into the, the the super soldier serum machine. Yeah. But instead of being injected with super soldier serum, was injected with like 
super cockney concentrate. Yeah. He's the king of all the cockneys. Yeah. All you need to know about Danny Dyer is the fact that he's got a daughter and her name is Danny Dyer. Yeah. That's all you need to know about the man. Is that an ego? Yeah. That's ego, it's isn't it? It's got to be in it. It's got to be. It's like you having a daughter and calling her Nick. Yeah. Nicola. Yeah. Mental. Got to be an ego <laughs> thing. It has to be an ego thing. Anyway, that was completely off topic, but I'm going to do that every so often. Just things that come into my brain and that came into my brain oh, today. Pop culture there. Anyway. <laughs> I, I don't think I've probably only ever seen him in about two things. But yeah. No, is, I don't, is he I, in EastEnders? Is that what he's I don't in? know if he's still in EastEnders. I don't. I, don't, I have yeah. no idea. I don't okay. watch EastEnders. Me neither. Fine. Anyway, shall we move on? Shall we do some Netflix news? I may as well. Why Uh, not? The first bit of news this week is the news that best Gillian. Gillian Anderson? Yeah. Second best Gillian. Yeah, okay. Uh, (laughs) Best actress Gillian. Yes. Has joined the cast of Netflix's upcoming Western, The Abandons. Oh, nice. We did mention The Abandons a few months ago. It's uh, the next project from Kurt Sutter, who is most famous for show running um, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Yes. The motorbike program, <laughs> as I was going to say. That's the one. Uh, a 10 episode season will hit Netflix. Uh, next year lena heady is also in the cast for this her return to tv isn't it it is the synopsis if you need a reminder is as a group of diverse outlier families pursue their destiny in 1850s oregon a corrupt force of wealth and power coveting their land tries to force them out these abandoned souls the lost souls living on the fringe of society unites their tribes to form a family and fight back in this bloody process, justice is stretched beyond the boundaries of the law. It does sound really good, to be fair. I love a Western. I do. I don't mind a Western. And Kurt Sutter's going to... If anybody's going to do it, Western. Yeah, Kurt Sutter would be good at that sort of genre. Gillian uh, Anderson will play Constance, the matriarch of the wealthy Van Ness family. Yeah, that's that's good casting. She she does carry off, like, clo- that sort of style. Yeah, oh. presumably they're the sort of matriarch of the the bad guys probably in a headache uh cool uh, yeah cool do we know when it's coming does it say anywhere on this page no well everything's off the board now anyway isn't it so (laughs) who knows who knows maybe next year maybe Maybe and if we can sort this right and strike out next i tell you what it's only bloody worked what one of these these fan campaigns of of the cancelled sort of lesser known or lesser watched Netflix shows. Okay. Because this week the uh the news has arrived that Warrior Nun will be back. Wow. Is that first? And as yet to be disclosed network or oh, streaming so it's Not service. necessarily Netflix they're doing it. It's not Netflix no. they're doing it. Uh, the showrunner, Simon Barry, tweeted, Today, I am happy to officially report that because of your combined voices, passion and amazing efforts, Warrior Nun will return and is going to be more epic than you could imagine. More details to come soon. It's going to be like a comic book or something. Do you reckon? Oh, do you think <laughs> it's maybe not going to turn up as a, as a show? I hadn't thought of that. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder who's picked it up. Or, obviously picked or he's it up. just going to do it as like a puppet show in his <laughs> in his living room. Instagram reels. <laughs> well, look, great. Look, I, I, um, I watched a few. I think we watched the whole first season of Warrior Nun. Possibly. I haven't seen any of it. I could and it was fun, it was but I never went to watch season two. Was there two seasons and done? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So there will be more Nun. In some form, somewhere. Somebody somewhere, uh, shit, I've just closed the page, apologies. Somebody but, somewhere at some time is going to make Warrior Nun. In some form, which may be a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, Probably be a film. What a tease that is. More epic, it hints to me that it might be a film. It You could well see someone going, oh, let's order a TV movie. Yeah. And you can, you can finish whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. Okay, let's... Let's go in two-footed on Netflix for a couple of <laughs> news articles. Let's do it. Uh, the first one is Sneaky Quiet Netflix in Canada have 
basically st stopped the cheapest ad-free plan that you can get okay. with the streamer. So the the now the cheapest plan available to Canadian Netflix subscribers is the standard with ads tier for right. five five ninety nine a month. But there's no like standard without ads. Correct. Tier. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh the next tier up is sixteen ninety nine. That's a big gap yeah. between the two. So your your existing basic plan has been ditched in Netflix mm, I Canada. If that's their their new uh Plan. If you go to the Netflix Canada support page, there is a line saying that the basic plan is no longer available for new or rejoining members. If you are currently on the basic plan, you can remain on this plan until you change plans or cancel your account. So they are not okay, kicking people not out, kicking but no one new can go in at that level. You've got to go with ads or you've got to pay more. A lot more as well. Sneaky. Sneaky Netflix. I'm not sure I'm a fan of that be very interesting to see if this that's that's obviously yeah. is a lasting experiment if that's, it expands elsewhere yeah that's an experiment to, for like hmm, i wonder if we could get away with this going with kind of a biggish market yeah. start start off with a big market but, not your biggest but, but one of but like really nice people so yeah. they're not going <laughs> to complain. complain about it <laughs> mm, okay interesting We'll keep our eye on that one for you. Let you know where it goes. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're uh, go watch these Netflix they have guys, sneaky guys. Uh, and while we're while we're kicking Netflix, I read this earlier today, and it's disgusting. Uh, we we talked maybe last week, maybe two weeks ago that we hadn't heard from uh, Huang Dong Hyuk for a while. It was last week, yeah, the creator of Squid Game, and a report. This week in the Los Angeles Times has detailed how Squid Game, the franchise, yep. let's call it a franchise, yeah, well. rather than specifically the TV show, has raised Netflix internal value by $900 million. That's a lot nearly of million dollars. Nearly a billion. But Huang forfeited all intellectual property rights and receives no residuals from Squid Game. Wow. Basically, because he was the same as us. Why? Yeah, why? Was... Why did he? Why would he think his little yeah. Korean show would would have an impact? Yeah, he spent he ten signed years up trying Netflix. to sell it. Yeah, exactly. Spent ten years trying to sell it, and then when he does sell it, it changes the world. They just handed him whatever the amount of money was. Yeah. Yep. Go and make your show, and and yeah, a billion dollars later, he's just had that. He's still skinned. That is basically, what he's saying. It's crazy. I, I think he's not rich. Yeah. I, or not. Well, for what's rich. But he's you know far what I mean. from rich, he's, according he's, to this yeah. news article. Yeah. It makes you wonder if he could say, right, well, if I'm going to write season two, I want half a billion dollars to write it. Uh, another <laughs> another writer, uh, a Korean, another unnamed Korean drama writer has contributed to this, this uh, report. And, and the quote here says... At first, it was exciting to think that people all around the world would be able to watch my shows. But yeah. now I'm thinking, so what? I'm not getting anything out of it. That's fair. Why would you? Uh, the report says that uh, residuals are typically negotiated through the Korean Television and Radio Writers Association. But obviously, Netflix has no agreement, no affiliation with those uh, with that group. So instead, the writers receive money up front, rates starting at $30,000, going up to as high as $150,000. So that's what we're saying is that the most he could have received is one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, because it says going up as high as one hundred and fifty. I mean, you would like to think, given what Squid Game's done, <laughs> they might have given him a bit of a bonus at somewhere along the line. Took a million at him. <laughs> Netflix responded to the LA Times in response uh, to the report, saying we pay fair, highly competitive rates with our K content creators and set clear standards for our Korean production partners who produce all our shows and movies. These standards meet or exceed Korean law. Netflix also claimed that its investments in the Korean film industry have created employment for thousands of people locally. Nobody's denying that. What they've done to corrupt Canadian... That, yeah, TV they're answering a different question. Yes. <laughs> what they've done to Canadian entertainment, is uh, <laughs> Korean entertainment, is incredible. But this man has no money. Give him some money. 
he's also going to write season two. So surely he can just go, oh, I'm going to write season two. Give me $10 billion and I'll write it for you. Yeah, but I know we're speculating <laughs> here, but like Netflix owns this lock, stock and barrel, so they could just go, well, we'll get someone else to do it. Yeah, true. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> got him over a barrel. <laughs> yeah, tough. To That's be tough. fair, I think this guy's got a big future ahead of him. I don't think he's going to be... A... He needs to get out of the squid game. He does. He needs to get out of the squid game. And into the other games. Or at least make sure he's being paid fairly for if he does <laughs> contribute to any more squid game. Next. Was that next? Don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, And following on from that is the news that Netflix has inked a five-year deal with Japanese up-and-coming screenwriter Yuji Sakamoto. Okay. Now, this is significant because Sakamoto recently won the Best Screenplay uh, Gong at Cannes. Oh, okay, right. That's always uh, a good thing to win, isn't it? Anything you can win at Cannes. Yeah. Uh, he has uh, signed a five-year deal uh, to write for Netflix. Okay. Uh, which which is interesting. Uh, the official statement from Netflix says, Yuji Sakamoto continues to create a variety of masterpieces, ranging from socially conscious works to lighter comedies and love stories that capture our hearts and minds and keep us coming back for more. We look forward to bringing Sakamoto's unique original storytelling to a global stage, coupled with the very best production environment and creative partnerships to realise his vision. I mean, he's, he's, he's won a gong at Kang. He's already on a global stage, surely. Yeah, you would think so. I bet he's not getting the 300 million that Ryan Murphy got. No, I bet he's not. <laughs> he absolutely isn't. But it's, it's another partnership. Whatever uh, he's getting, he's getting more than Wang's getting. <laughs> yeah. I'm Cool. Yeah, let's let's see what happens. Uh, uh, Monster was the the movie which he won the best screenplay for, uh, a mystery drama, which mm. I'm not familiar with. No, I say. No, so. me. Okay, cool. We'll keep an eye out for that name. See what he comes up with next. This next story might what be the hell's going might on? Sorry. be my favourite news story ever. Okay, that's exciting. I didn't know if it was real, <laughs> and unfortunately. We can't go and visit this attraction. Oh, why? Because uh, they are only in New York and Los Angeles. No. Unless we... Unless we go to New York go, and Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. We could buy a ticket and go on a plane. Yeah. Uh, but Netflix's latest promo- promotional <laughs> tactic for Extraction 2 yeah. is some billboards. Okay. Yeah. Nothing new there, Nothing you might think. There, no. Uh, until... You realise that they have made billboards with a big Chris Hemsworth face on. Okay. Him being the star of Extraction 2. Yes. And the billboard sweat. I'm sorry, what? The billboard sweat. Sweat? Yes. Because he's a sweaty action star. Right. And you can go and, like, touch the sweat on the billboards. (laughs) Are you being serious? I'm being 100%. Right. So there's this billboard, and it secretes and it's bodily f- it's fluid. Yes, there's a wet billboard. Yes. <laughs> the tagline on the billboards is "Action so intense, our billboards sweat." I'm really confused by that. And so basically, <laughs> there's a load. There's a water system behind the billboards. There's a load of little tiny uh, little holes on Chris Hemsworth's face, and he sweats on on you. Why? <laughs> Why is that a thing? You can check Netflix's Twitter account. They've even tweeted it. There's a, there's a video of it. Yeah, you can go in. Imagine how many people have touched that. That's, that's right. You know someone's going to lick it. Yeah, absolutely. It's Chris Hemsworth. There's going to be so much lickage of those bills. Oh, it makes me feel really <laughs> ill. I don't like it. <laughs> you kind of want to go and see one, though, don't you? I want to go and see one. <laughs> To see what people are doing with it. Yeah, go and watch. Just, I go just watch people. Park a, park a garden chair outside one for How a couple of hours. How are people reacting to that? And, and go and... Go and uh, yeah, go oh, see. That's made me feel queasy. <laughs> what will we get next? Bleeding ones and things. Why not? Why not? Do you want, do you want the actual statement? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, the uh, They say 
Hemsworth forehead, Hemsworth's forehead has been riddled with laser holes that allow water to be pumped through them at a pressure and frequency to mirror the consistency of sweat. Uh, Do you think they've salted them? I don't, yeah, it's, what? I'm so, this is the most confused I've ever been. Sweat is quite salty, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be, because people are going to lick it and touch it and there's got to be drinkable water, surely. <laughs> Unless they've actually collected I would have, loads I would, of his I sweat. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, part of this contract. Just actual his sweat. Just buckets of sweat. Uh, I think... Um, I think these billboards would have to be, like, have some sort of security guards because so people don't just lick... I'm the, lick his face off. I don't trust humanity to be able to cope with that. <laughs> and people are going to be rubbing all sorts of stuff all over him. Uh, maybe that's a future real talk. How else could you like liven billboards up? Uh, I think that's it. I think we've peaked. Billboards have peaked. <laughs> I don't want to ever see anything further than that. Okay, give me a sweaty billboard. I don't mind. Let's hope there's never any pornography billboards. Oh man, <laughs> I don't think. I think there's laws against that. I yeah, don't I think you. So. I don't think you can just uh, whack a swang sh- up in Times Square. Whack a swang. <laughs> Next. Obviously, this is probably the real biggest story of the week. Yes, but in my it opinion, it's lower than the sweaty billboard yeah, story. 100%. And, and that is the news. That the new, improved, allegedly, DC <laughs> Universe that remains has seen. cast its Superman or its Clark Kent and its Lois Lane. Yes. Uh, and those people are David Sweat and Rachel... Brosnahan. It's all about sweat today. Corrin I know. Yeah. I, I'm not familiar with either of those two people, and I think that's probably a good thing. Cast unknowns in those sorts of roles. Okay. I think. Yeah, I think so. I uh, I think they both have got the look. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Corrin Sweat has... Um, Corrin Sweat. <laughs> signed up to, to play Superman, not just in Superman Legacy, which is the... James Gunn directed movie, but yeah. he'll also voice him in all the this is animation, become Superman for video games. Yeah, I wonder how long that con- that he must have had to sign that contract in sweat, blood, current sweat. Yeah, current sweat, blood. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think I wonder how long it's gone for. Yeah, yeah. He's got the look though. He does look like Clark Kent. To be fair, I mean, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't look that different. To old Henry Cavill. He doesn't. To he just fair. shaved a few years off. Yeah. Yeah. She does, she's, she'd be a good Lois Lane as well. Just going on looks. She's from the Marvelous Miss Mavel, Maisel. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Apparently it's really good though. It's just finished, doesn't it? Uh, it has, yeah. I do know she's here. She's in Pearl. I saw that earlier this year. I do know who she is now. Interesting. Cool. DC news. More DC news. More DC news. Go on. Remember a few weeks ago we talked about the Stan Lee documentary. Yes. That is now out on Disney Plus. Oh, is it okay? It is. It's called Stan Lee, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, because <laughs> I always find it interesting how these things work because I'm sure it's it can't. They must have had this idea, you know, superhero movies are a big thing. Yeah. There's a load of history. Yeah. To both sides of this, DC Marvel, doing a documentary feels like. A good idea. Yes. And it kind of just, I think it's unfortunate that obviously the Stanley documentary came out a couple of weeks ago and now, lo and behold, <laughs> DC. They always seem to be a step behind, <laughs> don't they? Have released a trailer for an upcoming documentary uh, narrated by Rosario Dawson. Oh, wow. And she's a Star War. She is. Which is really confusing. <laughs> a, uh, a series, indeed. Okay. Uh, taking an unprecedented look at the enduring and influential legacy of DC, which will allow fans to rediscover the universe of characters, as well as the iconic comic book company's origins, its evolution, and its nine-decade cultural impact across every artistic medium. Okay, sounds fun. Uh, Some of the people interviewed, Melissa Benoist, Tim Burton, Linda Carter, Henry Cavill, Kaylee Cuoco, Gail Gadot, James Gunn. Gotta get him in there. The Rock, loads more. Uh, it premieres on 
Max, formerly HBO Max in the United States, on the 20th of July. So we wait to see where and when this arrives in the UK. I would expect somewhere on Now TV, Sky. Yes. Usually what happens with Max stuff. I it would be quite interesting though. I, I would like to watch both actually. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't I watched didn't the Stanley one was out. Yeah, it's Disney Plus. Pick that up. So. Cool. Next. Now, I, it pains me to report this. It okay. sounds like there may be some trouble in the, uh, the, the, the production of Paddington 3. Oh no. <laughs> What's happened? Well... We've got it. Well, not trouble, but there's a few changes I'm not sure I'm comfortable with. Okay. I really like Paddington and Paddington too. You do. They're, they're amazing movies, and I, I don't always like change. Uh, Paddington Three is going to be called Paddington in Peru. Right. Where's Paddington going to go? Peru. <laughs> and it's going to have a new director. Yeah, we knew that anyway. We did know that. Yeah. Uh, but there's also news that um, Sally Hawkins is not returning. No. Oh. Uh, as uh, as um, Mother Brown. So um, she is being recast as well, which is a surprise. But Ooh. on the good news, uh, Olivia Coleman has joined the cast. Right. That's great news. Uh, she She's will old. play a sunny guitar-playing nun who runs the home for retired bears in Peru. I can see that. Uh, and she will also... Sunny Nun would be a great title for Olivia Coleman. Yeah, I would. would see that. See she will also be joined by a... Bottom of the stream alumni. Okay. Antonio Banderas. Oh, wow. Who will play a riverboat captain <laughs> named Hunter Cabo. Yeah, I can see that as well, to be fair. Uh, Rachel Ziegler has also joined the cast playing his daughter, Gina. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sally Hawkins will not be returning as uh, Mrs. Brown. Emily Mortimer will join instead. You were right the first time then. Yeah. It's Emily Mortar. You went Mortar. But <laughs> it's Mortar. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah. It's still got to be good, hasn't it? Everyone else is. is coming back. Hugh Bonneville's coming back. Julie Walters, everyone else. Yeah, it'll still be good. It's not like they've cast rubbish people there. Yeah. Olivia Coleman and Antonio Banderas are good names to add to your cast. It's a lot of pressure after I'm, Paddington too. I'm be honest, I'm oh, I'm quite surprised that Olivia Coleman's not already in them. Do you know what? That, that's <laughs> a fair comment. <laughs> it just seems like she's ideal for the, yeah. that world. Yeah. Cool, okay. Good news. Good news overall. Unless you're a fan of the woman who's not coming back. No, bad news. <laughs> Final piece of news. Go for it. Joel McHale has been talking. Okay. What's he been talking about? Community the movie. Nice. He says they have a shooting date. Okay. It's been delayed, obviously. Obviously, everything else. <laughs> but they are getting together next summer to shoot Community the movie. And he also says, because we have not had confirmation of this before. That Donald Glover is coming back. Wow. But that's big. Taurus Gambino himself mm. is back on board. Try and do it without him. They, they kind of have to. He lost too him. many characters towards the end. Yeah. So that's that's brilliant news. That is brilliant. Couldn't news. do a movie without reuniting Troy and Abed. No, you couldn't. There's, what's the point? Yeah. If you, you're going to do it without most of your cast, what's the point? Uh, the, uh, the script is still, well, was being worked on yeah. by Dan Harmon. Now, not being worked on by anybody before we have to put it back on the shelf, yeah. I'm sure. So, well, you know, all these writers, do you think they are just sitting there doing nothing, or do you think they're like sneakily writing things like for the who's future? checking up on them? Yeah, yeah. So does it literally you, you mean they're not making them, notes? Of... You can't imagine a writer just stopping writing. There's... I suppose it's for what you if you are being paid for, yes, 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 yes. You so are they're all going to be sitting at home writing, aren't they? Yeah, just. So when the road strike's over, there's going to be loads of other stuff coming because they've just <laughs> still got to try and sell it. Deluge of stuff that's been <laughs> written over this dead period. Cool. Talk about yeah. I mean, talk about something that'll have well. Although for a relatively small audience, we'll have a lot of pressure on it. Yeah, it's community the movie. Yeah, you're right. But also a quite forgiving audience, I think. True. I think they'd like they're just accept they're going to accept whatever comes, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They'd, they'd just be happy that something's turned up. Sure. Cool. Okay. Any more news? That's all the news this week. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I've watched a couple of things. Okay. I've, I've watched a, a few episodes of Glamorous on Netflix. What is Glamorous? Uh, it is the new show uh, starring Kim Cattrall. 
Oh yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. And it's basically a it's a kind of uh, kind of got a Devil Wears Prada vibe, right? Whereas she she plays the uh, uh, head of a makeup company, <laughs> yeah, uh, and they take on uh, you know a new intern who who is sort of. I remember talking about it a few weeks ago. On yeah, the show. non non gender conforming, shall we say? Yes. Uh, and this is look, it's good. I've enjoyed it. I've I've only watched a couple. Um, or I've watched more than me, so I've sort of uh, watched the first couple and then went and did something else. Right. <laughs> but I, I, but I, uh, I have to go out. But yeah, I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed what I saw of it. Excellent. And I think you know, it's all it's positive. It should more characters like that. Agree. Need to be on TV. Couldn't agree more. So Absolutely, fine. couldn't agree more. Uh, and then I have watched. I I watched. A fair bit of Glastonbury. Okay, yeah, it was the Glastonbury Festival over the weekend. Yeah. What did you watch? What was the best bit? I don't know what the best bit was. I watched... What was the worst bit? I... Do you know what? I might give the same answer for both. Okay. Because on Saturday evening, I watched like all three hours of Guns and Roses. Right. Who were simultaneously not great and amazing at the same time. <laughs> I've never... I started watching the Guns N' Roses set and I've, I've never been a big Guns N' Roses fan and I did... I must admit, I did turn it off after an hour or so. Yeah. Half an hour or so. I... And I saw a load of, you know, comments at the time and in the couple of hours after saying how, like, how poor Axl Rose was. Yeah. I went to see Guns N' Roses 20 years ago. <laughs> right. When they had, like, Buckethead and... and yeah. Axel had fallen out with Slash, and he sounded exactly the same twenty years ago. <laughs> okay, still rubbish. He's, yeah, <laughs> the guy's like in his sixties. Yeah, and done very hard drugs. Yes, and a lot of forty-five them. <laughs> years, and a lot of them for a long time. Yeah, what do you expect? Yeah, exactly. On the plus side, Slash was freaking amazing. <laughs> Slash is always amazing. Yeah. So I, I both enjoyed it and did not like it at the same time. Okay. I, I watched Lizzo. Okay. It was fantastic. Really? Excellent. Yeah. She was brilliant. Uh, I, did, I think I've got to say, I've my, I know I'm not going to choose my wear set carefully. I'm going to just, let's go in there with the... Go in too far. I didn't get very far into Elton John. Oh, really? I watched the whole of the Elton John set. Did you? I did. And I really enjoyed it. I thought yeah. it was good. I thought he, for a man of his age and his obviously failing health, yeah. I thought he did really well. Yeah. No, no, no questioning that. I, I just... Um, I got about half an hour in and thought, oh, no, this has dipped. I don't, I don't know if I can be able to stay around That's for the, what That's songs fair. I like. No, that is fair. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, Foo Fires. Yeah, I did see a bit of that. Um, Lewis Capaldi. I saw the end of his set. The, 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 that's, that's obviously garnered a lot of social it media. Makes, it makes me question the team he's got behind him. Yeah. And saying, look. It made me think I need to watch that documentary. It did, yeah, to be fair, it did to me as well. Because he's clearly not well enough to be performing anything. Yeah. And they're letting him go on stage at the biggest festival in the world. Hmm. But then his ego in, fuck it, it's Glastonbury. I'm yeah, what if they don't invite me back? Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, but I, I, I don't know. I can see him going away for a little while. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, I said one Rick festival- Astley? Did you see Rick Astley? No, I didn't see Oh, Rick it was Astley. a great set. So it's one festival I've never been to, actually. No, me and my brother were talking about that the other day, and we were like, maybe at some point in the future, it should become a thing. I don't know if I'm a bit off-put by the sheer... Size of it? Yeah. How many stages are at Glastonbury in total? Like 75? 96. there you go. It's crazy. Absolutely You could go never see a band. Yeah, you could easily. And still have a great weekend with, you know... I'm sure many people do. Yeah. I'm sure many people do. It's like the size of a small town. Yeah. It's crazy. This this town just... appears overnight and then disappears four days later it's, the logistics behind it are insane someone must I, be insane someone i follow on twitter who ironically when i have been to festivals with before not yeah. not not seen him for for a good few years he was there and he he actually was performing he had a stand-up okay, comedy right. set like oh, nice. on the friday i think yeah he he didn't go to watch out john right instead he was in a. He went to a very small tent with. I. 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 I shit you not, because he. He recorded some and posted it on Twitter. He was in a very small tent with about nine other people. Yeah. Watching a Neil Diamond tribute. Act. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> this is the last time Out and John's going to perform in the UK ever. 
Yeah. And you go and watch a Neil Diamond tribute act instead. <laughs> yeah. With the only 10 people that weren't out on John. <laughs> yeah. That's mental. Well, uh, I feel like you've done that just to be able to tell that story. Yeah, that quite you possibly. didn't go and see Elton John. Yeah, exactly. I thought he was great for the, for the age of him and the, he clearly isn't well or he's, he's aging. Which about badly. that gold suit, he looked like he could have gone on fire at any point. Yeah, it wasn't the best uh, best thing he's ever worn. <laughs> Do you get, I reckon it looked really squeaky as well. Yeah, <laughs> it did. He couldn't walk and bless him. And, yeah. I mean, his band are all in their 70s as well and they've all been together for like 50 years. Yeah. It, the uh, you can't take anything away from the guy, but he's got some great tunes. The um, the cameo from Brandon Flowers, though, did you see that? I I saw that. I didn't see it live. I have seen a bit of that since. My brother texted me and said, "Why does Brandon Flowers look like a waxwork?" And I said, "Why does Brandon Flowers look like a waxwork of Ed Helms?" Because <laughs> he really, really did. His teeth were so, so white. white. <laughs> like he didn't. None of him looked real. No, not not one part of him like, looked real. His hair they, didn't look real. They just un- unfrozen him. It generally looked like a waxwork of Ed Helms. A it bad waxwork like of Ed Helms. Egg Helms. Yeah. Egg Helms. <laughs> it did. It w- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do. Brandon Flowers isn't that old either. He mm. looks like trying to stay young's made him look old. Yeah, absolutely. It really has. <laughs> Some of the other performances that he brought out, he brought out a load of like young talent, which was good. Yeah. I enjoyed that one, John. I thought it was great. And Rick Astley was fantastic. Stole the weekend for me. <laughs> Fact. Oh, I saw a bit of Cat Stevens as well. Oh, I didn't see any of that. I was looking yeah. forward to that and I it didn't was, see any of it. Yeah. There's a wasp trying to get in. Yeah, it's a big one there. Fuck off, wasp. Anything else? No, I think that's about it. Okay, I've was watched... talking about music. I know, yeah. Music podcast. Music, generally. <laughs> I've watched a... I started watching a documentary last night. Okay. It's called Muscles and Mayhem. That sounds the like unauthor- right, right up my street. <laughs> the unauthorised story of the American of Gladiators. Oh, even better. So it's... It's called the unauthorized story of the American Gladiators. That they're all in. They're all in. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> like the six original American Gladiators. I think one of them's dead now. It's not said that yet, but I think he is. What? And they get him out. Yeah, they get him out. <laughs> well, <laughs> but the first episode is all about the making of the pilot episode, right? And it looks like pure chaos. Um, they didn't know what the show was at that point. Yeah, I'm sure. They, I was just going to say, I bet no one knew what they were making. They had no idea. They hired this stuntman to come up with a load of games. And they filmed it in an equestrian centre, so the whole floor was covered in horse shit. Oh, lovely. And it was supposed to be filming for five hours. Okay. It was supposed to start filming at seven in the evening yeah. and finish at 11. And the director left the arena at 4pm the next day. It took 18 hours to film the pilot episode. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, it was insane. In front of an audience as well. Wow. It's if you can if you watch even if you just watch that first episode, there's some of the stuff that goes on is insane, and it's not even started the series yet. It's literally just filming that pilot before they'd even been commissioned by anybody. That's incredible. The guy who came up with the idea was an Elvis impersonator, so he was just like a crazy man just going around playing with all the toys and stuff before they started filming. Mm. It's just it's mental. None of the gladiators, I think only two of the six gladiators survived the pilot episode, right? Because they but they, they died. No, they <laughs> didn't die, but they got cancelled afterwards <laughs> okay, because fine. they were. They, he brought in a lot of stuntmen, but that's not what they needed in the end. They yeah. needed athletes, athletes, gladiators. Yeah. These stuntmen turned up with like knee straps on and things like that. Yeah. It wasn't the right look, but and they all had like painted baseball protection on and right. masks. It, it looks ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. One of the games, one of the games was it was a trampoline. And one of the gladiators, and there's loads of foam, pieces of foam on this cat trampoline. Yeah. One of the gladiators is bouncing on the trampoline while the contestant tries to get the foam off the trampoline. Okay. But she's tied around the waist to a pulley system that the gladiator's got hold of. Okay. So when she's bouncing, she can pull this pulley, which launches the contestant into the air, who then swings back and smashes into the trampoline (laughs) while she's trying to get this foam off. That sounds like a health and safety (laughs) nightmare. (laughs) it's the worst thing to watch it on because it's just bits of foam and they should just try to scoop them off this trampoline while the gladiator's jumping on it oh it's mental honestly I was in tears watching the first episode last night because it's so funny I think there's four or five altogether but that first one was great definitely watch that Um, and then I started a show on Apple TV okay because Apple TV seemed to be doing really good stuff yeah they seem to be on fire Um, I've started the crowded room okay have you heard of the crowded room? I feel like it rings a bell. Please it's remind me. Tom Holland's first oh, yes. foray into TV making or yeah. latest birth. It's great. I've seen. Is it? It's not getting critically reviewed very well. It isn't 
doing well with the critics. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. I've watched three now and I'm really into it. It, cool. it got me proper engrossed in the first couple of episodes. Because there's a twist coming. It's, they don't hide this twist. They, it's very obvious what the twist is from the start. Mm. Even the name of the show gives the twist away. Okay. Um, but they're hiding it. And it does feel a bit strange that they're hiding it. But because you know it's coming, you can see how well... I don't want to give what the twist away twist okay. is. But you can see how well it's being filmed leading up to what, what this big reveal is going to be. Right. And I'm really enjoying it. I think he's great in it. The, all the everybody else is great in it. I'd highly recommend it from the first three episodes I've seen. They're definite. I've seen a few similar articles the last couple of weeks, presumably since this has been out. Yeah. That sort of criticizes Tom Holland, not for his performances, saying, you know, he's been he's often the best thing in the things he's in. Yeah. But he's he, either he or his agent is not good at choosing projects. No, I don't think I. I Spider Man aside, Spider Man <laughs> aside, obviously. I've, I don't know. I've enjoyed everything I've seen him in. Okay. I think. Yeah, I just, just I I don't disagree with you. It's just a theme that I'd seen yeah, a couple of that. articles on a similar similar vein. It might be, but just he he said that he's going to step away from the spotlight for a year now. Yeah, it's going to take a year off because this part was so difficult to play and sure. mess with his mental health and whatever, which is fine. But that could be just that happens, yeah. Hollywood reviewers jumping on his back for that. Yeah. Because recently he made that one with Robert Pattinson that's on Netflix, uh, The Devil All the Time. Yes. That was really good, I thought. He made yeah. Cherry for Apple TV. That was really good. Yeah. And then he's just doing Spider-Man. What? Fuck them. Yeah. I love Tom Holland. I'll defend him to the hill. Um, no, he's good in this. He's, but even uh, Uncharted. Yeah, I didn't mind Uncharted. It wasn't that bad. It was fine for what it was. Okay. It's got that charisma vacuum in it with him, but well, yeah, you've got to <laughs> you've got to work around the fact that you're working alongside Mark Wahlberg. But that was fine. It wasn't great, but it was fine. And funnily enough, Mark Wahlberg's mentioned in this week's movie. He is indeed the yeah. Buddy Games. He is mentioned in the come and come back on Thursday, and we'll talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how are we doing for time? Should we do a top ten? Yeah, let's have a look. Let's have a quick look at the top tens. What shall we start with? Top 10 TV in the UK is the page I've got open. Shall we do that? Let's do it. Currently at number 10 is When Missing Turns to Murder, season two. I assume that's some sort of true crime documentary. Yeah, it, I mean, it feels like these are 10 a penny on Netflix. Yeah, I'm not sure it's well done and, you know, yeah. it's what Netflix are good at doing. <laughs> Arnold, the Schwarzenegger documentary is at number nine. Yeah. That's dropped down the charts quite quickly. Number eight is Come Home. Any ideas? That's Christopher Eccleston. That is Christopher Eccleston in the picture. That's all I know. <laughs> Catching Killers is at number seven. Sure. Season three. I'm assuming that's another true crime documentary. Documentary heavy so far. It is so far this week. week. Number six is Kunk on Earth. Yes. I need to watch this. Yeah, I do as well. I've seen clips of it in the past yeah. and I really do like Diane Morgan. Yeah. Um, but So yeah, I'm, uh, I'll definitely be watching that. I've never actually watched a full episode of it. Never Have I Ever is at number five. It's dropped a few places, but it's sticking around. Season four, that is. Our Planet, season two. I read something about Our, Our Planet 2 this week. Go on. Uh, and a camera crew uh, filming this for Netflix yeah. had to abandon ship. Oh, no. Why? Because they were attacked by sharks. Really? Yeah. Surely just start filming. Well, yeah, you'd have thought. <laughs> yeah, apparently some sharks went for their dinghy. Oh, no way. And uh, yeah, it, it ended up sinking. They had to abandon ship. That's got to be pretty scary. Yeah. Abandoning ship in shark-infested waters yeah. is never fun. I mean, like I say, they were only in a dinghy. I'm not, you know, it wasn't like a million sharks attacking a boat. Yeah, I'm sure they were going from a boat to shore yeah, yeah, or from yeah. shore to a boat. But still, it's got to be a pretty scary yeah. experience. There was an interview with the director and he said, yeah, that was a bit, uh, <laughs> a bit of a, a bit harrowing. hairy moment. Uh, number three is Angela Black, season one. This was in the charts last week and I still don't really know what it is. I mean, that's the most uninspiring thumbnail. Yeah, it's just three people. Looking moody. All looking in different directions. They're all doing like smell the fart acting. They are. Friends, aren't they? None of them are looking in the same direction, which yeah. I find quite funny. And then just a basic aerial font of the just name of the show. Delayed his name. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they all looking in different directions? I don't know. It's weird. Uh, Rick and Morty season six is at number two. Yeah. And Black Mirror obviously is at number one. I finished Black Mirror. Okay. Did we talk about that last week? Not that I hadn't I finished it. I, don't. I think I watched, it, finished the last one after you'd gone. Yeah. I quite enjoyed the last one. Thought it was good. It's um, set in the eighties. 
Okay. So it was nice. But again, it didn't really feel very Black Mirror to me, but I've had an argument with somebody about that. Well, not an argument, but a disagreement about that this week. So I might be wrong on that. Uh, global top 10 or UK top 10 for films? What do you want to do? Let's stick in the UK. Okay. Films in the United Kingdom. No, UK. <laughs> okay, UK. Um, not weighed down by Harry Potter films this week, which is nice. Do you know what? I, and that's why I wanted to do this, because I'm a little bit surprised. Yeah, they've all disappeared. That, that they've dropped out of the top 10 so quickly. Yeah, because last week when we looked, there were like six of them in the top 10. Is it, Now, we this haven't two. got confirmation, have we, if these weekly top 10s are, are under the new metric or not? That's true. We haven't. And we don't have, we're not given any numbers now. No. So we don't know. That's true. So I wonder if that's got I would assume they are. Well, I would hope so. Otherwise, Netflix are, point? are not, yes. <laughs> not being consistent with their yeah. counting. And they've would always, that surprise they've you? always been so good at that. <laughs> would that surprise you? Uh, that being said, at number 10 in the charts in the films in the UK this week is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. That's Harry Potter 3. That's the best one. Is it? I think so. It's my favourite one. I think it's my favourite one. I'm not sure. Okay. I haven't seen them all for a long time, to be fair. Uh, number nine is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. No. It's the Nick Cage movie. It's interesting that this is like riding quite high. Although not that high, you might argue for a reasonably sized Hollywood movie. Yeah. But I have a theory behind that. Uh, and that is because in this country, this has just leapt straight to Netflix from another streaming yeah, service. It, it was on it was Amazon, Amazon Prime. Hmm. Yeah, I always I find it Amazon. odd when that happens. Yeah. It's literally end of whatever contract they had. Next so day it's it on Netflix. Else. Why would you not, though? You, well, you, this is a cage film. No, no I, I don't disagree. But, uh, but this has only been out a year, this film. So they must have only had like a one-year streaming contract. Yeah. Amazon. And now it's nip, nip, Netflix have nipped in and picked it up. Yeah. And it's all, they're trying to push it on me so much. Really? Yeah, because I think I've watched quite watched a few a load of Nicolas Nicolas cage, cage films. <laughs> but I've seen this on Amazon. Yeah. And I went to the cinema today. I've actually seen this film twice. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to watch it for a third time. Although it is wonderful. So if you haven't watched it, watch it. KJ is the best. Uh, number eight is Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I promise that is the last Harry Potter in the charts this week. It's, yeah, Harry that's the first one. one. That's the one with the terrible drawing of uh, Ron Weasley. Mm. Uh, number seven is The Perfect Find. I really misread that and thought it said The Perfect End. Oh, no, like, it didn't. Oh, it you've got a perfect that. end. <laughs> I've been told that many times. <laughs> um, this poster, just from the poster, this looks like it might end up on our show in like season 11 or 12. Definitely. <laughs> Uh, number it seven. looks like a rom-com, some kind of yeah, it does. Yeah. Smoky rom-com. rom-com. Like... They look very happy. This they couple. do. Both very nice teeth, both of them. Uh, number six is what happens in Vegas. Of course, it is. Why not? A random movie that's fifteen years, fifteen years old with Cameron Diaz and Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, why not? Why is that number riding six in the high charts? in the, the the charts? Females. <laughs> <laughs> Never sounded so old. <laughs> also. Number five. How is this only at number five? Yeah, good question. Roald Dahl's Matilda the Musical is at number five. Yeah. There was a lot of confusion over this movie. There was. Because for a long time, Netflix, I think deliberately yep. misled I agree. certain territories on this movie. Yeah. They did a big campaign in the months leading up saying, this was this is our big Christmas release. Yeah. December 25th, Christmas Day. That's what it's known as. You can see this. On Netflix. That's what it's known as. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it never turned up. It didn't In a lot up. of territories. Correct. Because they'd actually turned out they'd signed a, a cinema. Yeah, it got a cinema release. Cinema release deal. And they couldn't show it for six months. Yeah. Even though it was their movie. Yeah. So this is this has been on out in the States, I believe, pretty much since then. Yeah. It's just arrived in the UK. Yeah. This week. It didn't do great at the cinema. No, it isn't and, doing great here. And it's only number five in its first week. Again, we don't get any numbers now, unfortunately, but it's first week in the charts. It's only at number five. Yeah. Um, and when you look at what... I, I kind of two. help <laughs> but feel Netflix kind of might have screwed the pooch on that one. Yeah. Again, I'd be interested to, to see be, what money they got for the cinema release. It's also got to be something to do with this new way of counting. Possibly. It has to be, because we'll get to number two in a minute, but look what's there. Yeah. And there's no way... I'd, I'd be surprised if that's got more viewing hours than this. Okay. I, th- I may have a theory for that, but that's, okay. That's... Number four is Extraction. Sure. The first one. The first Extraction, a movie that's three years old, is doing better than Matilda yeah. the Musical. Correct. A big release. Correct. Number three is Take Care of Maya. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, <laughs> and... 
Number two is Paw Patrol the movie. This is going to be number two forever. Yes. Do you know why? Why? Because there's a lot of kids who are too lazy to go to nursery. Because they're babies. Right, yeah. (laughs) Babies. I know them. I'm aware of babies. Or like... Toddlers. Yeah. Those those little ones that don't go out and in the crust. They're going to be at home. Don't go out and in the crust. (laughs) With like parents who are probably working hard. Yeah. And they go... I'm going to stick Paw Patrol on. Yeah. And that's why this is so high in the charts. Agreed. And it will stay It's just getting now. played in the background. Because the viewing hours will keep going up. And it's the, the, presumably a short movie. A short movie. And yeah, so the, but the number of viewers won't go up. Yeah. So it's, it is. It's just going to keep... It's just going to stay there forever. It's going to be there all summer. Yeah. Especially, you know... Nick predicts. A couple of weeks, got some holidays. Yeah. It'll revive. Probably be number one. You'll be looking at this uh, thumbnail for... Next two months. Probably. Number one is Extraction 2. Sweaty billboards. Sweaty billboards Gets have you to sold number that one. movie. Sweaty billboards have sold that movie. They absolutely have. I'm just going to have a quick look at the global top ten just to see if there's anything. What about smell, Smell-O-Vision? Let's bring Smell-O-Vision back. Remember Smell-O-Vision yeah. from the 80s? That get, was... Let's get some smelly billboards. Yeah. So, Any sports movies? <laughs> like sweaty socks? No. No? No, I'm not up for it. I'm not up for it. Do you reckon anyone's milked Helmsworth? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> they get... They get probably at some they, point. They get, yeah, probably. They get to the billboard. You, like I say, it would be good to just watch people. I reckon they're collecting a cup. Collecting it and selling it on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea that the Netflix contract is so binding that Chris Helmsworth has accidentally signed up to produce gallons of sweat for these billboards <laughs> yeah. for Netflix. Didn't even look at the contract. D- then they've just got him probably in a basement somewhere on a human hamster wheel <laughs> sweating. Uh, uh, it makes me feel <laughs> ill. I don't like it. Um, I did have a quick look at the global top 10. It's very similar to the British top 10 so let's probably just ignore it. Fine. Fine. <laughs> okay. Extraction 2 is at the top. It is and Extraction is at number 2. Yeah. Paw Patrol is at number 5. What happens at Vegas is even there. <laughs> Because why not? Cool, that's the top tens done. Shall we do a real talk? Oh yeah, I forgot about a real talk. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> I classify this one in ones we can't believe we've done not done. How before. have we not done this one before? It's simply this week on Real Talk. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Yes. Easy. It is. is it easy? I find this difficult. I've still mm. not got an answer. Uh, <laughs> um That being said, I have I have got an answer. Okay. I've got a couple of answers. I've I have discounted everything we've ever watched on this show. Yeah, because genuinely, I probably would have a movie from this show. Yeah, hundred percent. A couple. Co- yeah, probably my top bottom five, <laughs> if I'm honest. But that's cheating. Yes. <laughs> so we're not we're not going to we're not going to count anything that's uh, that's been on this show. Shall I delve into the Discord? Please do. Okay, so the first response was from Dan of Action. Okay. Fantastic name. Are you a member of the Discord? Discord? Welcome, Dan. Uh, in fact, is your name? <laughs> well, it might not be his name. It might just be his Discord name. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. <laughs> First name, Dan. Middle name, of Action. So, name, Action. <laughs> Dan Action. Great <laughs> name. <laughs> I hope that is his name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. Uh, he nominates the movie Things. I'm not familiar with it. Directed, I presume, by Barry J. Gillis. I'm also not familiar with it. Uh, Wayne in the Discord is going, I'm going to say the latest Dune movie. Great show. An overblown fart plume of a film. A fart plume of a film. Yeah. That is a great way to describe that terrible, terrible, terrible an honor- movie. With an honourable mention to The Current War, a film about the invention of electricity that my wife made me watch. It was total dog shit. It did look terrible, to be fair, when it came out. Well, even with it. a pun like that? <laughs> that's literally the best thing about it. Yeah. Uh, Wayne's wife... Yeah, he's an idiot. I'm sorry, carry on. Says, everything, everywhere, all at once. What is she on about? She considered going to sit in the lobby of the cinema for the last hour. It, well, he's put sit on the lobby of the sit cinema. Sit on the lobby. So she was going to get on the, the roof. roof she hated off. it that much. I Full disclosure, I went to the cinema with Wayne and his wife to watch everything, everywhere, all at once. We all, all three of us went together. And her face at the end of that movie is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> I've, never seen I've never seen her look so angry. She's quite a placid lady. 
I have, as you know, I have never seen her look so angry. She looked like she wanted to murder somebody because she hated that film. And there's me going, oh, I thought that was fucking marvelous. One of the best films I've ever seen. And she I understand how it. I understand it how it could be not it. be for everyone. I do get that, uh, but but it's funny that each to their own. <laughs> it's funny that I was having such a different experience of that movie. Yeah, just two seats away from it. Sure, and that, that's films, isn't it? It's crazy how yeah, two different amazing. people can have two different experiences in the same exact room at the same time. Uh, another honourable mention from Wayne, which actually made me think this might be the worst film I have seen in a cinema. Okay. Uh, is Grown Ups 2. It's... I don't think I've seen Grown Ups 2. I've seen Grown Ups, but I don't think I've seen this. It's one. awful. It's, okay. it's It's so bad. Uh, it's got a lot of buddy game vibes, actually. Wow. Yeah. Uh, come back on Thursday and we'll talk about buddy games. Uh, Unfortunately. Alex in the Discord uh, says, Buried... Full disclosure, I went to the cinema to see Buried with Alex from yeah. the Discord, and he's wrong. So. <laughs> I've seen Buried. Yeah. I, I, I didn't hate it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's, not, perfectly... it's not amazing, but no, it is. I've never claimed fine. it is. It's just, it's fine. It's a it's, good it's film. Really it's really interesting what, like, does and doesn't strike chords with people, isn't it? I think people don't like going to the cinema with me, because that's two of these answers. Absolutely <laughs> understandable. I've been there when people I mean, have seen their worst movie ever. You are the... You are the common denominator. Am I? Are we the joint kings of worst movies? And people just don't like movies that when they watch them with us because we're good at bad movies. Uh, I wasn't. Do. I wasn't with these people. So <laughs> okay. Am I the king of bad movies? Because <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think we didn't get many more than that. I don't think because it, it went off on a buried tangent after that. Oh, it did, and then we did start talking about some of the movies from this show. Yes. Uh, Quickly, before your answer, what is the worst movie we've ever done on this show? I, there's, there's a couple that always spring to mind and, and I, I will struggle to separate them. I wonder if yours are the same as mine. Uh, and it's Frat Star yeah. and Hotbot. Yeah. Hotbot's one of those early ones that just it was made really me go, early. oh my God, what have we let ourselves in for? Yeah. Because it's, 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 it's awful. And, <laughs> and Frat Star is one of the nasty, it's nasty. Mean and mean misogynistic uh homophobic yeah horrible horrible movie and i was like how is this how has this been made yeah i want to throw the hungover games in there similar 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 reason for that yeah and then the the other one to round out my my sort of three that always spring to mind but just for a totally different reason this is just for the almost it's not nasty it's just so bottom of the stream it's (laughs) aerials yeah the the um it was made in dubai wasn't it yeah the <laughs> alien invasion movie that was just made on a filmed on a potato and starring potatoes yeah <laughs> written by a potato yeah i do give it a kind of a pass because there is no movie industry there and it's just no some people making that's what film. i mean it's not i do give it a bit of a pass it's different to those other ones but yeah. it's it's yeah it sounds horrible it's almost the worst movie i've seen when they're trying to make a movie yeah <laughs> i think you've got to count the anomaly in there you yeah. have to have that. You have to have Sierra Burgess as a loser in there. Uh, We've seen some terrible movies on the this show. For the same reason. And Buster's Malheart also has to I, be. I don't there. think that's quite as bad as the others. but yeah, yeah. It's not as bad as the others, but yeah. they're, they're the ones... I think my answer is the hungover games. I think it's the worst one. We're not allowed to do ones that are on this movie. On that, on no, this no, show. no. That's not my answer. <laughs> that's my fine. answer to that question. Sorry. You picked that by your own volition That was my well. wild card. That was a yeah. wild card choice. <laughs> it was. It was the season we did the race to the bottom? Yeah, I think it might have been. Because, yeah. I think it might have been. And your choices haven't gone much better since then. No, <laughs> perfectly. That's true. You, even when you've been trying. I'm going to so. win it this year. I'm going to win this okay. season. I'm going to win this season. It's a fact. Do uh, you have an answer? I, I got a couple of answers. Okay. I've, I've talked about one of these movies before. Way, way, way I think we've way talked back. about bad movies before. Uh, well, yes. On we've, different shows we've done and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We've, we talked about... Uh, we I know we talked about the Grief Burrito guys we talked about yeah. bad movies uh, but we've not done this specific real talk i no, know no. i i know i've talked about this movie before okay and that is the island of dr moreau you have talked about that movie before you talked about doing a like bonus episode we it? did it we did a we did do a bonus episode we didn't i don't know it was a bonus episode no, like we a, did a, a, a sort section of on the wave thing telling of, of yeah. the story of that movie and it's it's woeful yeah it's abject i've never seen it as and an I abject really do proper hollywood movie yeah and then the other one that sprung to mind, and it's more—it's not necessarily because I think it's the worst movie I've ever seen, but it's the most disappointing movie I've ever seen. And I don't want to go all like Simon Pegg in space, but 
for what it should have been and what ended up being released. How bad is the Phantom Menace? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you might go there. It is pretty bad. Like, when it's all stacked up. Yeah. That was a... It was It was an, an open goal, wasn't it? Yeah. And they missed. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, they kicked the ball out of the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Completely missed the stadium. Yeah. So, they're, they're the couple that sprung to mind for me. Yeah, okay, good shot. Uh, but, yeah, great... Great shouts in the Discord as well. So. Yeah. What about you? What have you? What are you going with? I think it's really subjective, isn't it? Bad movie. Of course it is. Like, like that's why we do the show. Um, the one I always answer with when people ask me this question is one that me and you saw in the cinema together. Okay. Um, years ago, when you were at uni, uh, we went to see Signs at the cinema. Yeah. And we missed it. We were too late for whatever reason. We were probably drinking. And we instead went to watch Swim Fan. Yeah, it's terrible. We've talked about Swim Fan on the show before. Yeah, we have. It's, I always answer it as my worst movie ever. Um, so I think nothing's beaten it since, I don't think. Um, but I have got a few honourable mentions. Things like Assassin's Creed yeah. has to be mentioned in this because it is a dog shit movie. The Snowman. Yeah. Both of those movies star Michael Fassbender. Yeah, they do, yeah. <laughs> that, again, was an a dreadful movie widely regarded as being released with basically not finished yeah it wasn't movie. finished there was a big like chunk of the script and never got filmed yeah. so it doesn't make any sense and it's got um val kilmer in it who can't speak yeah. and it's just it's horrendous it's not his fault but <laughs> of course it why is he in it yeah <laughs> um so i think those three are the ones that spring to mind when people ask me what my worst okay. movies are but there are worse movies we've done on this show yeah. than all three of those yeah i agree also, if Beale Street could talk is really fucking boring, and I don't care what anybody says. I've not, I've not had the pleasure. Pe- Brett Goldstein thinks it's amazing. I couldn't agree less. Okay. Fact. Good real talk. We've been talking for an hour. Shall we end this wave, go and record the buddy games, and see what that brings us for Thursday? Let's do it. Come back to this very feed on Thursday, and you'll find our episode. Episode Five, five of season of nine. Season nine. We are talking about the buddy game, and we are going to have a lot of fun with oh, it. I think. We always have fun because oh yes, but as we always say in the show, the bad movies always make the best episodes. So this should be one of the best episodes we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, come back on Thursday. Cheers. Bye.